next week on Friday, February 28th and 29th, I invite you to join me at California Maritime Academy for the annual Women in Maritime Leadership Conference. Today, you're going to hear from some of the conference organizers, as well as a cadet who is very excited about attending. This is the Women Offshore Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Cedeno, a mariner and founder of Women Offshore. Women Offshore is a 501c3 nonprofit organization supporting a diverse workforce on the water. Next week, California Maritime Academy will host the Women in Maritime Leadership Conference. This is the ninth year for this annual conference, which supports the success of women to deliver a leadership development curriculum specifically to meet the goals of professional women in the maritime industry. I will open up the conference with a personal speech about having a growth mindset and what I've learned in my career. The 2020 program will also feature tracks for developing self, developing others, along with structured networking opportunities. To learn more about this conference and why it's important to the industry, I sat down with its organizers, Benita Dillon, Captain Lynn Corwatch, and Commandant David Talifero. I also interviewed Mia Cosentini to find out why this conference matters to her as a cadet. I'm pleased to share these interviews with you now and hope to see you at the conference next week. Welcome, Mia, to the Women Offshore podcast. Hi, it's good to be here. So, Mia, can you start out by sharing a little bit about you? Why did you go to Cal Maritime? At the age of 16, I got this job at uh, Marina up in Tahoe, where I'm from, and I just drove boats around, and it was really exciting. And at the time, it was just like a way to pay for my ski racing. But then one of my coworkers, who's a year ahead of me, he told me about how he was going to Cal Maritime, and he was going to get to drive boats. And I was like, well, I kind of want to do that. And so I applied, I got in, and... It just was the best option for me. And it was the one thing that I was truly passionate about at the time. Great. So now, you know, you're there, you're a student, and you have this upcoming conference, the Women in Maritime Leadership Conference. So tell me, what will a student gain from attending? A great chance to network with people who have been in the industry and have more experience than you. And it also introduces the various, like, what else you can do with your license or your degree. And if you want to work offshore, you can. Or if you want to work on land, you can. And it just allows students to be aware of like all the opportunities that they have, with the degree and the license that they're going to get. Yeah, that's great. I've been a huge fan of this conference. I went last year, and I'm excited to speak again this year. So I look forward to seeing you there. I look forward to seeing you, too. Really excited about it. And now I'd like to turn towards the leadership of the conference. Starting with Captain Lynn Corwatch. Captain Corwatch, please tell my listeners about your background. Hi, Ellie. Um, my name is Lynn Corwatch, and I am a graduate of the California Maritime Academy. I was in the first class of women to graduate from the school back in 1976. And at that time, I had the opportunity to sail in all capacities as a deck officer and eventually worked my way up to captain at which point I made the decision to come ashore and managed a fleet of ships on behalf of Matt's Navigation Company. 
And I currently work for a nonprofit trade association called the Marine Exchange, which I am proud to say is the oldest corporation in California, founded in 1849. So for all of these 45 plus years, I've just been a great advocate and supporter of the maritime industry. I'd really like to know from you, how can we better engage the industry to support this conference, including the maritime academies and diversity in the maritime industry? Well, Ellie, one of the greatest challenges facing the maritime industry is really the lack of awareness about what our industry provides. Most people don't think about ships. They see trucks on the road. They see trains and travel via airplanes. But ships are not on most people's radar. And yet 95% of the goods that people buy come on ships. An example of this that I always love is bananas. You go to Safeway always expecting bananas to be on display, and yet we don't grow bananas in the United States. They arrive in the U.S. and in the grocery store via ship. This is also true of your electronics, some of your cars, and most of your clothes, all carried on ships. So this lack of awareness about the maritime industry carries over to attendance at maritime academies. If you don't know about the value and the impact of this industry, you are not likely to think about it as a career option. Attracting women and minorities becomes even more challenging, but things are improving. Uh, since women were admitted to the academies over 45 years ago, we have seen women sailing as captain, women harbor pilots. There are women CEOs of major shipping companies. There are women in all facets of the industry, and hopefully as more and more women and more minorities discover how crucial this industry is to the economic success of the U.S., that that number will continue to increase. So the Women's Leadership Conference held annually at Cal Maritime is a great resource for women learning about the industry, as well as for those looking to enhance their skill and knowledge. In the past, there have been amazing speakers addressing such issues as networking, mentoring, career development, and presentations on different career options. So no matter what stage you are in life or in your career, there is benefit in attending. Spreading the word about the value of the conference has become like a rock thrown into the water. The ripples are spreading. More companies are seeing the value of the conference and are providing support, which means more people hear about it and the word spreads and spreads and spreads. So I guess my message this afternoon is to the world is be that rock, throw it into your pond and help spread the word about the wonderful benefits of attending the conference. Thank you, Captain Carwatch. I can tell you're very excited about this conference, and I look forward to seeing you there where you'll be moderating a panel. Now I'd like to turn to Commandant David Talaferro. Commandant, please tell us about your background. How did you end up at Cal Maritime? I hear you're a King's Pointer. Well, Ali, first of all, it's, uh, it's great to uh, be on the podcast with you. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, yes, uh, I am a product also of, uh, of another maritime academy, the Merchant Marine Academy. And um, as fate would have it, I'm out here on the West Coast now, uh, really enjoying the opportunity to see and learn more about Cal Maritime's really distinct approach to uh, to how they've been successful over over 90 years now, uh, older than Kings Point, in terms of their uh, development of uh, maritime professionals. So for me, my background, of course, as a, as a Kings Point graduate, uh, led me into the maritime industry, but also took on my, my obligation in the uh, Department of Defense w with the United States Army, between sailing in the Gulf on coastalized tankers, working at NASCO, and working uh, at the Maritime Academies, Kings Point and Cal Maritime. I've spent several years overseas in support of Army operations in the Middle East. You know, really, I think all of that 
brings me back here as a person who really enjoys the work in developing cadets and young leaders. Yeah, you have an amazing career and now being the commandant of Cal Maritime. From your perspective, what can we expect from the 2020 Women in Maritime Leadership Conference? Well, I think uh, first and foremost, being that we're in California, you you can expect great weather. So so that's, uh, that's first and foremost. I think you'll expect a lot of energy, passion, uh, there's a lot of diverse programming, really, that we have lined up for this conference. So whether you're looking to build your professional brand, uh, whether you're looking to network with other sort of global professional colleagues, this group really knows how to create some soaring conversation about the multitude of opportunities that connect with this industry. You should expect to have a lot of fun. Again, this is a great group, and while there's inherent competition in the room, I think uh, this is actually a really neat conference where that almost gets put on the side, and there's a, a much more, I think, uh, conversational tone about how everyone can support each other. Yeah, I agree with that for sure, because you know, I was there last year, and I definitely felt that support in the room, that camaraderie that builds over the conference. It's exciting. The energy is great, and I think everyone feels uplifted as they leave the conference to go back to their organizations or our schools. Is the conference open to professionals as well, or is it just for students? Yeah, great question. I think I'd answer this by saying that uh, everyone who attends is both a professional and a student. Uh, but to answer your question, yes, uh, whether you're out in the industry or whether you're uh, at a Maritime Academy or uh, as a student at some of the other schools, yeah, you're absolutely invited. Again, to my first point around there being sort of this inherent dual role at the conference, whether you've been in the industry for a while or whether you're just getting into it, I think uh, what we're noticing certainly here at Cal Maritime is that we're trying to really promote the idea, like so many others, of lifelong learning. Uh, we'd love to prepare you as best we can at Cal Maritime that once you left here, that you wouldn't have to hit a book again or that you wouldn't have to, um, you just have everything you need for the rest of your life. Uh, but really, I think we're trying to offer more of the attitude and lens that, you know, you, you're going to be continually learning throughout your career. And uh, the more energy and passion that you can have around that and the ability for you as a leader to create environments where people really are interested in learning, that that's, that's going to be really helpful for you, not just as a leader, but in the organizations that you're a part of. Yeah, absolutely. I know last year you had a good amount of workshops in addition to panels, and I love that. It wasn't just about building your network, but also educating yourself, leaving the conference with some tools in your back pocket. This is a great conference for professionals. Definitely. I think, you know, you're going to be able to see some of those leading research topics that we're looking at here at the university level. Uh, you're going to be able to see some of your friends, most likely, that are out there in the industry, an opportunity to reconnect there. You know, as part of some of the informal programming, again, because we're here in California, you'll be able to see and sample some of the local varietals of the California wine country. Yeah, it can't get much better than that, huh? Thank you, David. I look forward to seeing you at the conference. All right, the last person for this episode is Vanita Dillon, and she is one of the co-chairs. So, Vanita, tell us a little bit about your background. Hi, Ali. Thank you uh, for having us. Um, 
I am currently the Title IX coordinator and the director for student equity for the campus. I've been here on the campus since we became a California State University in 1995. Wow, 25 years uh, of being here. And currently, like I said, I, I work with students on issues of equity and unfortunately, harassment. So Vanita, how did the Women in Maritime Leadership Conference start? Are you able to tell us the backstory? It was 2010, back in the day. A colleague and I attended a Women in Leadership Conference in SoCal. It was put out by Linkage Institute, and it seemed like a warm and fuzzy type of an experience, but she and I went and we were floored by the energy that was there within with within the group of women who attended there were some fabulous speakers and we were truly inspired and felt that we needed to come back to campus and replicate that for our cadets for our faculty and staff we came back from the conference and considering our very small female contingent of cadet, the, the idea was to create a platform to build community for them and with them. So I went to the then president and pitched the concept of this women's conference for our for our students, and was very pleasantly surprised that he put his in, his full support behind it. Believe it or not, this happened in November, and we hosted our first conference in February of 2011. Over the last decade. Has the conference changed? Yes. So when we came back, we wanted to really use this conference as an opportunity or an event for students to come together and get to know each other and um, meet our alumni at a personal level and, and just get a mentoring role going between the alumni and the cadets. So we had decided to call the conference Pearls of Power, and our tagline at that stage was Women Helping Women. Over the years, we found that we needed to kind of revamp it a little, and so we are now called uh, Women in Maritime Leadership, and our tagline is Transporting Women Further. In the last eight years, we've tried a few different ways of presenting the information, and we've kind of landed on dual track system where we want to focus on the various facets of leadership for those who are our cadets and our recent graduates. We call that track um, developing the self. And then we do a secondary track for those who've been out in the industry for five to 10 years uh, to those who might be a little bit more seasoned. And we provide content along developing others track for, for, for that audience. Every year, it's a great lineup. So I'm sure this is a hard question to answer. But what's your personal favorite part of hosting this conference? All the hard work all year long. To put it on is just what I thrive on. I really enjoy reaching out to our speakers and working with people on campus, collaborating with cadets to put on the conference. That's where I get my energy. But once the conference is in play during those days, it's really phenomenal to see our Dress for Success program come to life. We award eight students with an opportunity to go to Macy's 
with alumni and actually uh, we do invite alumni. There, there are male alum who also join us and we take eight students to go shopping for outfits that they can use in a professional setting when they go to interviews and when they uh, often when they start their first day on the job, what they need to have are um, it's an opportunity for us to take them to have that experience followed by a nice lunch that the alum host for them. So that ends up being my favorite part uh, during the conference. Yeah, I, that was a nice surprise last year. I didn't know that that was part of the program. And then when it was done, I could see how appreciative the cadets were to receive the awards and just the impact it would have on their careers as they started their new jobs. Special thanks to all of our guests for coming on the episode today. If you're looking to get a ticket for the Women in Maritime Leadership Conference, tickets are still available. I also have a special gift for you. Use the code LEADERSHIP10 for 10% off your registration. Sign up for the conference by going to csum.edu forward slash WML. You can also find details about the conference and a link to registration at womenoffshore.org. Thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore podcast. This has been episode 18. Until next time, stay safe out there and I'll talk to you soon.